lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy, imperfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome on today's episode. We are focused on managing your day. This is actually going to be a two-part series. Uh, In the first part, we're going to talk more about the transformational aspects, your mindset around managing your day. In part two, which will be next week's episode, we will talk about the transactional pieces, which is more diving into the how-to to actually manage your day in a way that's going to serve you. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. So we have three points here that we want you guys to walk away with about managing your day from a transformational, like Taylor said, a mindset perspective. So the first thing here is what you tell yourself matters. Yeah. So our thoughts are highly powerful and influential. And one of the things is it is easy to create a story and you can create any version of a story that you want. You just have to decide, does this story serve me or does it sabotage me? So, you know, if you're trying to create some momentum in your day, if you're constantly saying, for example, I'm overwhelmed, what's going to happen is your brain is is then going to look for the evidence that supports you being overwhelmed. So instead, you might try a thought pattern or the way your brain thinks of saying something like, I am taking it one step at a time. It doesn't mean you have to all of a sudden like magically not be overwhelmed, but that story is powerful. And so if you keep saying over and over and over again that you're overwhelmed or too busy, that is going to sabotage your productivity. Yeah. And I really am a believer that when you're not intentional with your thoughts, that non-intentional stream of thoughts can totally sabotage your day because our human nature, our senses, you know, those immediate human needs of like being tired or being hungry or whatever, repeatedly telling ourselves that through the day is just going to, like Taylor said, trickle and snowball, not only the mental state of that, but as we know, what you think affects what you believe and what you believe affects your output. So an example of this is, you know, I am nine months into, I don't even feel like I can really call it postpartum anymore, but I do. (laughs) I'm nine months into a postpartum journey. Um, my son is still waking up at least, you know, once a night typically. And it's actually really, really important to me that I get up and have some quiet time before everyone else in the house gets up, because it's just really important for my soul for starting my day. Um, which as we know, trickles to the rest of our day. So for the longest time I would snooze my alarm and say like, you know, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm not getting enough sleep. So I'm not going to wake up early. And I was spinning into this cycle of kind of like self-sabotage and destruction. And I am not here advocating that if you are not sleeping through the night and you're exhausted, you should be waking up early. That's not what I'm saying. Cause sleep is so important mm-hmm. in my case. I was like, maybe up for 10, 15 minutes. Like it's like the equivalent of going to the bathroom and washing your hands and getting back <laughs> in because I was waking up once to nurse and he went right back down. And so instead I actually started 
when I was up in the middle of the night, I actually started setting that alarm for my morning. And I'm saying, I am getting enough sleep to power myself through the day tomorrow. I am going to be rested enough to get up and do what I need to do and have the rest of my day. I started waking up early and it has just totally changed the game for me. So what you tell yourself matters. Yeah. And one other point before we wrap up this first point is your thoughts just have to be realistic. They don't have to be like some super magical power thought where I think a lot of times when people talk about thoughts and it's like, okay, we have negative thoughts. You need to shift to positive thoughts. And that's not actually always true. You just need to shift to realistic thoughts or thoughts that are going to serve you. So for example, you know, Jordan wasn't saying like, I am going to have so much energy when I wake up. Like, It's something believable, something you can buy into, but saying I have enough sleep. That is an example of going from, I'm going to be exhausted. I can't wake up in the morning. You're making a shift without it going too far into that extreme. And so I see this a lot with people when they pay attention to their thoughts, the immediate inclination. And I think a lot of this, I'm going to be honest, is shaped by social media is to go to that positive thought, that really extreme thing. And then it almost feels like you're trying to convince yourself of that positive thought and it doesn't work. You're like, well, that doesn't work. If I guess this is for you, especially if you're like, you know, thinking, shifting my thinking doesn't work for me. And it could be because you're going too far to that extreme. You want it to be something believable. So Jordan waking up in the middle of the night still could say, okay, I believe that it still might feel a little difficult, but I could, I can believe that versus just like being in like fantasy land. Sure. And it's the same thing. It's like, if you're working on something you're not good at, I do this a lot at work. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm not good at writing this. Instead of being like, I'm a professional. I am so great. What I tell myself is I'm learning and someone's going to come back to me with criticism and I'm going to take it for what it is. And I'm going to get better at it every time I do it. That's realistic. That's changing your thought patterns to move you to that next level without telling yourself that you have to have this like toxic positivity level of thinking almost. I love that you said I'm learning other ones you can insert before say it's something you want to do, but you're feeling some resistance in that is things like I'm learning, I'm working on, I am becoming better at adding that to the start of whatever, you know, you're trying to get to makes it feel so much more believable because you're not trying to go from quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes, but being bad to quote unquote, being good. It's like, I, there's this gray area of, I am working towards again, air quotes, quote unquote, being good. Um, if that makes sense. So I think that becomes really important. Jordan, you want to kick us off on the second point? Yep. So we are going to dive into the shoulds. So stop shutting yourself should <laughs> I can't ah, laugh, it make I you laugh. <laughs> yeah it should make you laugh right shoulds are making the primary driver into what your mindset is a driver of obligation and we want to help you shift that So one of the things really quick, as we go through the rest of this episode, you're going to hear some ways of thinking or what are called habits of thinking. And this is actually something that you can learn about your habits of thinking. If you go to my social media profile, 
the period DR period Tay. I actually have a free habits of thinking tool linked in my profile. Go take it. It's completely free. Um, and maybe this episode too will resonate even more if you know your thought patterns. And so one of those habits of thinking is the primary driver being out of obligation versus kind of being more of this self-driven perspective and being able to decide what you want to do. So when you say, I have to, I should, I better, automatically those are indicators of obligation that you are kind of stuck in that obligation cycle versus the ability to say, I want to, I choose to, I get to becomes so much more powerful. And it's not that you're going to want to always technically do anything, but this is where, you know, stopping and saying to yourself, what is the benefit of this? Like cleaning your toilet, no one truly, truly wants to do that, right? But what is the benefit of that? Okay, one benefit is when guests come over, they're not going to be like, ew, that's a disgusting toilet, you know? Like, I know that's such a weird example, but think about the why behind it. And it's a little easier than to shift from that should to more of that want to get to choose to. Yeah. And I think that this is so important, at least from my perspective, like the reason you should stop shooting yourself <laughs> and really focus on what's the most powerful next step for me? Like, what am I going to accomplish through this is because the shoulds, the obligations, those lead to burnout because you know why they're not tied to your purpose, the shoulds and the obligations where other people are expecting you to do something. That's kind of what should feels like. It's like, I should do this because so-and-so wants me to, so-and-so is going to be there. So-and-so expects this of me that leads to burnout. I I can tell you that right now versus when you're really looking at your list for the day and you're saying, I'm going to get this done because this is going to help me do this. And I'm able to, you know, do this because this is going to help move this forward. You're not going to get burnt out because you have purpose and direction behind the action that's tied to you and your impact and not someone else. So we talked about this as we were brainstorming. And an example of this was, um, the other day I, I was passing by the kids school at like two o'clock. I had the day off of work and I, I guess I had to take one of them to a doctor's appointment. And I literally was like, oh, I was not feeling well. I wanted to go home, put the baby down, go to bed. You know, I wanted to have some time to myself, but I stopped and got my oldest because I was like, I should just stop and get him and spend the rest of the day with him. And a that, little bit that mom guilt, right? A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. it was totally driven by, I'm going to be honest, like, that is not what I wanted to do in that moment. Like I needed, I was sick. I needed some rest, but like I went and got him. Cause I felt like my obligation is that I should be with my kids. Like whenever I have the opportunity, that is not truth, but that is just where the mom guilt came from. My husband was like, why did you go get him early? Like you should have rested. So just remember again, that's another primary example I was burnt out by five o'clock because I had been, you know, I hadn't been resting. So stop the shoulds and really focus on what is the next best step that's going to move you through your day and help you achieve that impact and purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Being self-directed and talking about burnout just being really real, Jordan and I have both been there. Like this isn't us like coming at you from, you know, our, our high horse being like, this is what you should do. And we have never experienced burnout. Like we both go through seasons where, you know, we slip back into this. And so sometimes sharing on this podcast is just as much a reminder for us as it is us trying to 
help you move towards the life you want. One other point before we move on is I want to touch upon another habit of thinking of impatience, which I think can go under this like should aspect because we often see like I should do something and that can come from impatience too, that you want a quick result. And so you, you think you're obligated to doing all these things in order to get that result. And so that ends up resulting in burnout too. Like this idea of, you know, you could work all day long to like get it done faster and like grind it out, right? That sense of impatience of, I want to be done with it. I should just do X, Y, and Z right now, suck it up and push. But what we actually know about the human brain is you need intentional breaks. And so one of the things is taking that break then is going to give you a renewed sense of energy, a renewed sense of perspective. And those breaks can be very brief throughout the day. Yeah. And you know, life isn't a sprint, right? It's a marathon. You know, there's always going to be more work you can do. There's always going to be something else you can pick up something else you can clean, you know, an exercise. There's always going to be something else. So if we aren't intentional about having patience, trusting the journey, enjoying the journey and, and taking those renewal moments again, burnout. Exactly. And I just want to bring a business example into this really quick. Impatience is something I work with my team a lot on of like, you know, they want to be at the top of the sales board type of thing. And it's, it's easy too. we get in comparison mode, like, well, they can do it. And there's so many factors that go into that. And I won't go into all of those, but it's this idea of like, I set a goal and If you don't reach your goal right away, sometimes that can be defeating. Or say you set a month goal and then you're one weekend, you're like, I haven't gotten there, right? That's that sense of impatience that likely is going to create this like urgency that isn't going to serve you. And then that urgency leads you to just being like, put on the brakes, this is way too much. Versus realizing, like Jordan said, it's more of a marathon. You got to pace yourself through it is super important. And again, remember that today we're just talking about the transformational aspect and that next week we're going to talk about the transactional aspect. So can you achieve your business goals solely through thinking to get there and not through actually putting a plan together and working there? No, that's not what we're saying. But we're saying that before you can put that plan together and action it, you really have to focus on your intentional thoughts. Absolutely. Absolutely. The last point we want to talk about is this idea of taking more time thinking than doing. A lot of times this is the type of person that if you get to the end of the day and you're like, I feel exhausted. What did I do all day? Oh my gosh, let's look at my to-do list. If you even have one, which is again, something we'll touch on next week, but you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, I can cross one thing out, but, but I've been busy all day, you know, or your partner comes home. They're like, what did you do all day? You're like, um, Hmm. I was really busy and I'm really tired. And I mean, a lot of times too, like to Taylor's point, it takes just as much, if not more energy to like worry and constantly be in that state of, I got to do this. I need to think through this and like doing it all at once. I'm reading this book called, I think I've mentioned it before called think like a monk. And he really talks about just like, you need like that space to do and that space to think, and you don't have to do it all at once, you know? So it's like, when you're doing the dishes, you don't also have to be listening to a podcast and thinking about that conversation last week that you were upset about that you wish you handled differently. And like, just, you know, 
do the thing and then think about the thing later, they can be two separate things. I think so much when we obsess over trying to get it all done and be super, we, you know, air quotes, productive, like that's not really productive. Uh, it's draining. We really like air quotes on here, which is kind of ironic given um, we have a podcast that they can't usually see us. So, but I love it. So exactly what Jordan's talking about. I want to touch on two habits of thinking. Like I said, if you go take this, you may see these pop up in your assessment is fantastical and obsessive. So fantastical is where you are so far into the future and you're in almost that what if aspect. It's like, well, what if this? And what if this, and you're running through ideas and possibilities and all of that. The reason that sabotages us is because we spend more time thinking about all the options than actually taking the action and getting things done. And generally with any thought patterns, it's not that they're bad. The brain wants to convince us like, oh, that's a bad thing. But there can be ways that this measurement actually can really serve you. But one of the ways that it doesn't serve you, that it sabotages you is basically staying in that thinking mode and like planning the, the person that's like, I got to plan everything out before I do it. That it's likely that you have a fantastical thought pattern. So that's one to kind of be aware of. And then the other piece is this obsessive thought pattern. And we hear the word obsessive and, you know, we all have our connotations about what that means, but let's just water it down. What obsessive means is that thinking comes easily to you. That Thoughts just can quickly pop into your brain and it it's like rapid fire. You don't have to put a lot of thought, so to speak, um, into thinking. It just comes with ease. And why that can sabotage us too is because then we still sometimes like with the fantastical thought pattern, we can be really far into the future versus right here in the present moment and what we're needing to get done. And the same is true then in the past where we're like recapping something that happened, you know, and replaying it in our brain over and over. And did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Oh, did I do X, Y, and Z, you know, and that can sabotage you too, because you spend time recapping it versus actually, you know, trying to move things forward or even sometimes, and this isn't completely related to managing your day, but I'll just point it out. Sometimes we spend so long just thinking about this interaction with someone versus if we took the action of just saying to them, Hey, can I chat with you about this and asking them a couple of questions? It would save so much time. So it is actually related because it's like, you're, you're saving time by directly asking versus spending all this time thinking. Yeah. I was listening to Don Maxwell's leadership podcast and, you know, success leaves clues, right? So when you look at someone, I love John Maxwell. I think he's very influential, very impactful. So when you look at someone, you have the opportunity to hear about how they live and how they work their day success leaves clues that might help you have a more manageable, successful day. So I'm listening to this podcast And he says, well, every day I set aside an hour to think that's like how I come up with my content. That's how I really, you know, think through my beliefs about certain things. And I was flabbergasted. I mean, I was like, an hour. I was like, I literally think 24 seven. And so I'm literally sitting here like Taylor, I'll pay you for our therapy session after this. (laughs) I have a very, I guess, obsessive thought, mind personality, like my brain never stops 
going. I'm constantly worrying about what they think or the interaction or what I could say next time or in, in the past. And, and so in the past two weeks, I've actually really been intentional about you wash these dishes, look at the bubbles on the dish, look at the dish being clean. Like, I know that sounds silly y'all, but it's just allowing your mind to be where it is and slow down so that you are not mentally fatigued by noon. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps you be more present. And I will say personally, Jordan, I've seen that shift in you. You know, we've been working together for the last couple months, getting this podcast up and running, and you can even see it in her social media, the way that she shows up, there is this level of intentionality. But like Jordan said, that idea, you can't ever turn off your brain. It's always on. I hear this all the time with my coaching clients. So this is actually something that I do work with clients one-on-one um, in my coaching business. And it is a common theme. Like I literally can't shut off my brain and this includes at night. And so why I love this idea of John Maxwell, what he's doing. Yes. He thinks at other times, but he's giving himself that time to think. And that is so much more productive than trying to juggle both thinking and doing. And just so you know, you are never going to have like a hundred percent of your day taking action. It's like just literally impossible. You're also not going to get through a hundred percent of your to-do list unless you have like a super short objective-based to-do list, you're not going to get through it. And so don't have that expectation. And again, next week, we are going to talk about like how you can start to take the steps and incorporate these mindset tips and these transformational approaches into physically manifesting the life that you want and taking action to create that. Absolutely. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action, and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. Here's this week's takeaway. Okay. So this week, the challenge that we want to encourage you guys with through this messy action piece is focusing on number one, what you tell yourself matters. So get your lead her everyday journal out. And every day this week, I want you to tell yourself something because what you tell yourself matters. So it could be, I am learning to X. I am Taylor. You gave a few examples earlier. What were they? I am growing, I am working on, I am becoming better at. So take the time in the morning and a lot of people call these affirmations and write them down. And if you feel like you can say them out loud to yourself, there's such a connection between hearing things and, you know, actually believing and actioning them. So what you tell yourself matters, write it down in the morning. We can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Feel free to take a picture of it to share to your Instagram stories. You'll encourage someone else that sees it and make sure to tag us so that we can share it on our page too. Yeah. And for those people that have obsessive thought patterns, do not overthink about this. Keep it simple, like just a couple things, or also your brain might want to go, well, I don't have time for that. Right. It's like go right now, or if you're driving, please don't do it, but pull over (laughs) or something, but write these three things down. And if you can start to get into that routine of writing and saying beautiful, if you can't, maybe you are in the shower and you say them out loud to yourself. So progress over perfection. 100%. All right, you guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We hope that this encouraged you to start managing your day in a more mental transformational state. And we can't wait to meet with you again and chat through some tactical tips for managing your day. We'll see y'all next week. Yay. Bye y'all. 
We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram, leadher.everyday, in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.